0: Statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease, and it's not a substitute or alternative for care from a healthcare provider. Hello, America, and welcome to a new edition of John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just The News, where today, why don't we give you some news? I mean, that's what we promised, right? Just The News? We've got it for you. We overnight, as I hinted on the podcast yesterday, broke a pretty big story. Now, before I get to that, yes, I have Georgia on my mind, the Peach State. Uh, but before I get to that news, uh, just a quick uh, teaser. Uh, once we're going done talking about Georgia, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and then we're going to come back with Rep. Jim Jordan, Congressman Jim Jordan, great state of Ohio, great American patriot, a guy who really uh, has been in the trenches on some of the biggest Uh, stories of the last three or four years. Russia, Ukraine, uh, now working in a very constructive way on the antitrust big tech issue. And he has some warning words, I believe. I think he has. I've seen him say it. Uh, Some warning words about these new democratic bills that they say are to address big tech and antitrust issues. But I think he has a different take on it. That maybe their censorship bills hidden in disguise. So we're going to talk to Congressman Jordan about that and probably a whole lot more. I'm sure we're going to ask him about Durham in Russia. We're going to have to ask him about wokeism, and we'll also talk about the voting in the country as well. Uh, before uh, before that, though, let's talk about Georgia. Let's talk about voting. This morning, my colleague and I, Diana Payne and I, uh, have continued our work in Georgia, and we broke a story that I think is very important. What is it? Two months before Georgia Secretary of State, Brad Rafsenberger went on 60 Minutes and said he thought they had had a safe, secure, honest election. Those are his words, not mine, his words. In Georgia, uh, he and his staff had been given a report. 29 pages long. From who? From a contractor, a vendor named Carter Jones of the the company Seven Hills Strategies. They were sent to Atlanta at the behest of the Secretary of State at the uh, cost of Fulton County to observe the voting and vote counting procedures in Atlanta, the biggest urban center, the biggest vote center, in the state of Georgia, by a mile, by the way. Large number of votes there. Maybe about a sixth of the state, I think, if I remember my math correctly. Well, uh, that fella got there, and he went to the warehouses where the votes were stored. He went to the counting center. He observed, and what he found in 29 pages of memos and notes, uh, which, by the way, read like a diary, 1159, 4 p.m., uh, is an outrageous display of bad election behavior. He called it ma- a massive breach of chain of custody. Uh, he uh, witnessed ballots being scanned multiple times and double counted. He witnessed ballots being moved in open carts without sealed boxes. He witnessed uh, voter IDs, the names and, and addresses being visible, voter privacy pierced. He worried that that would lead to reprisal, that someone who saw a name and said, you voted for Trump, I'm going after you now. He worried about that. He worried about so much. He, he literally described the most dysfunctional vote counting operation you could ever imagine in America. Voter privacy, voter integrity, voter security breached over and over and over and over again, over seven days from November 1st all the way to November 8th. A completely different portrait. And yeah, that wasn't the whole state, right? It's one part of the state, but a big part of the state. Now, you take that report, which we've put out. you can read the whole report we posted it online in the story, and now take what we reported yesterday, which that when they got to the audit in later November, the audit integrity uh documents, the documents that showed which batches were counted by which machines and what the tallies were there are missing sequences in those groups. there are uh repeat sequences there I remember what I told you yesterday there's one a group of consecutive batches of votes that all came out the same identical way, 392 for Joe Biden, 96 for Trump, three for Joe Jurgensen. Mathematically, statistically impossible, not improbable, impossible. So I am uh, extremely interested to take those two together and say, Secretary Raffenberger, yes, you know, maybe the vote, these things wouldn't have changed the vote. Maybe these things aren't proof of fraud but they are proof of extraordinary, breathtaking, jaw-dropping dysfunction that all but ensures that the uh, people of Atlanta, the people of Fulton County, quite frankly, the people of Georgia and the United States, can't possibly have confidence in the vote counting that occurred in Atlanta. And when an election is only settled by 12,000 or less votes like Georgia was, that large of a crisis, that large of a dysfunction, cast out on the entire state. It shines badly on the entire state of Georgia, not just Fulton County. Now what, what Secretary Rasenberger told us, we reached out to him and he said, listen, uh, there is clearly huge problems in Fulton County. This document affirms that, not disputing that. I want the top leaders of Fulton County's election team to be removed. Now we've done some reporting and some people tell me he and others are considering putting Fulton County into receivership. There's a new election integrity law that allows the state to come in and take over a voting district if the procedures are so bad. Uh, I I, I didn't hear this from Rasenberg. but I heard from other people that that's something that's being considered, weighed, kicked around. Uh, But so, hey, we want to get rid of the Fulton County election uh, team. They have not done their job well, uh, but we don't think uh, it would have changed the election. And we don't think it's evidence of fraud. It's evidence of incompetence. Okay, he's entitled to that. But that is a very big difference. He's come a long way from the 60 Minutes interview in January where he said everything went great. You know, nothing to worry about in Georgia. There's a lot to worry about in Georgia. If you're an Atlanta or Fulton County resident, you have a lot to be worried about when you read this document. 29 pages. Just think about this. If your vote that you cast was counted in a place like this, would you want it? Would you even trust that it was counted properly? Just read these documents. It is an extraordinary, extraordinary indictment of... What we were told was an okay voting system. Turns out it wasn't a very okay voting system. If one-fifth, one-sixth, one-seventh of the state was that bad, it shines upon and reflects upon the entire state's integrity, on its reputation, on its confidence, its trust. And uh, we're going to continue to dig. I don't think we're done digging. I'm going to tell you about one anecdote that jumps out at me. The uh, Fulton County hired a temporary uh, staffing agency to get the workers that would count the votes. It was called Happy Faces Uh, Nice company, has a great tradition. It was started by a very prominent and loved African-American man in Atlanta. uh, And it was brought in to do this work. And um, the contractor, Carter Jones from Seven Hills Consulting, who's working for Rasenberger, being paid by Fulton County to be the observer, looks around and says, hey, I just had someone come in, say they were in the elevator with these employees from Happy Faces. And two of them were talking about Well, I won't use the word they use. It begins with an F and an S. Uh, But uh, let's just say they were going to mess things up. They were there to mess things up. And he says, I'm really deeply concerned. i got to keep my eyes on those two now. And I'm going to put them in a place where they can do the least amount of harm so they can't really mess things up. Again, using a much more colloquial word than was really used, a much more colorful word used in the document. And he goes on to say, I wonder if those two are the emblematic What sort of vetting have we done to hire people to count votes here? What what, Do we have good people or bad people? Did they vet election workers carefully? One of the most important jobs in the world, counting our votes. One of the most important rights, the sanctity of the voting right in America. Well, that is a great question, right? We don't know the answer. And uh, we don't know the answer because the officials in Georgia who assured us everything was fine didn't dig deep enough. And that's why what's going on right now under the auspices of a lawyer named Bob Cheely is an audit overseen by a state judge. who's ordered it. The absentee ballots have been unsealed. On Monday, there's a court case, a court hearing in Mr. Cheely's lawsuit. And it is focused on maybe getting deposition authority, meaning that beyond the documents they're reviewing, they can now interview people under oath and find out what really went on in fault. Now, that should have been the job of the Secretary of State. That should have been the job of the State Elections Board. That should have been the job of the Georgia legislature, but they didn't do their job like what we've just done or what like Attorney Bob Cheely has done. But now the American public has it all, and it's time for you and me and others to look at it, come to our own conclusions, and demand accountability. And more importantly, demand fixes. Did everything the Georgia legislature pass in the recent election integrity bill address this, or is there more that need to be done? Do the election leaders of Fulton County need to be removed or fired? Does it need to be taken into receivership? That's for you and for the voters and citizens and leaders of Georgia to say, but we have given you a body of evidence that was kept from the American public, the Georgia public, the Atlanta public for a long time. And we hope that it does some good, triggers some debate, offers some insight, leads to some opportunity. All right. Speaking of insights, we're going to go to quick commercial break to our great advertisers and sponsors here from them. And when we come back, Congressman Jim Jordan, a man who always brings some wit and wisdom with him. I can't wait to hear what he has to say. All right. Quick commercial break. When we come back, our exclusive interview with Congressman Jim Jordan, ranking Republican on the House Judiciary Committee and one of the newsiest members of Congress, always in the headlines right after this commercial break. Washington is listening. Every new member strengthens this movement. If you love America, visit AMAC, A M A C slash just news to become a four year member for just $30. That's a great discount. AMAC is not only better for America, it's better for you. Membership gives you access to the AMAC magazine, free Social Security and Medicare guidance, money saving discounts, trusted news, sweepstakes, All right, folks, welcome back from the commercial break. And as promised, a very special guest, one of my favorite interviews. I love every time he comes on this show. Congressman Jim Jordan from the great state of Ohio is here. Congressman, (laughs) great to be with you again.
1: It's always good to be with you, John. Thanks for having me on.
0: I want to let you know I'm in a blue shirt. She sleeves are rolled up today. No jacket. I feel like I got the Jordan (laughs) look today. There you go. go. (laughs) You're influencing everybody, even in fashion. It's great. I don't know if I'm much of a fashion guy, but uh, it's good. For the hardworking Americans, uh, that is the fashion. That's what we were supposed to look like when we go to work hard every day. Listen, I want to start off with something because you have been a very eloquent voice on this and you've been warning of these moments. And so the Democrats just introduced five antitrust big tech bills, and I'd like to get your take. Do you feel like there's a a moment where both parties realize we've created monsters that have to be dealt with?
1: Well, no, I, what, I th- what I know is, and what you know, I, I think, and your, and your listeners and viewers and, and readers uh, all know, is that big techs have to get conservatives, right? Uh, and, and they need to be reined in. They need – the liability protection needs to go away, the so-called Section 230, and frankly, they need to be broken up, and we're working on – we've introduced the Section 230 bill, and we're working on uh, on how we, how, how we deal with breaking them up, but what the Democrats introduced, Jerry Nadler, David Cicilline, Hakeem Jeffries, Joe Goose, I mean, the, the impeachment managers, what they introduced. Right. While it may sound good, it's frankly only going to allow big tech to collude with big government, the Biden administration, the FTC, to further go after conservative. I mean think about this, John. Do, do you really think the same party where Democrat members of Congress wrote a letter to the big carriers saying, hey, can you take Fox News, One American News, Newsmax off your, off your platforms, do you really think they want the same thing we do? No. So th- that's the concern here is I think this is going to make a bad situation worse and it's a package of six bills. There's a couple that, 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 that may do some good, but the, the package overall is very bad.
0: Yeah, and I'm gonna go through some things because I've read through these over the last couple of days, and uh, one of them that jumps out, there's nothing in here that, that uh, addresses the free speech issue. There's nothing that right. says you're gonna get punished if in the future you discriminate against speech or censor content, particularly of conservatives, because that's where they've been censoring. Are you surprised that that would uh, not be addressed after all the outcry?
1: No, because the Democrats are in control. <laughs> they're introducing these bills. They like the fact that, they, that the big tech uh, kicked uh, the sitting president sure. of the United States off the platforms. They like the fact that they're censoring conservatives. And what this bill does right now, they're, they're saying, well, it's just going to cover Amazon, Apple, Facebook, Google. But the definition will quickly sweep into that uh, covered platform entity, uh, Walmart, Tesla, Microsoft. And you know how government is once they get their foot in the door. They're going to keep coming yep. for all kinds of businesses and regulating them, and, and frankly making them do a government. Remember, there was just a story yesterday. Excuse me, two days ago, the new FTC chair, Lena Khan. Guess who she worked for before she 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 got that job? She worked for Jerry Nadler and David <laughs> Cicilline. My guess is she <laughs> How about that? wrote the bill. All of she's the family said all kinds of radical left thing. Yeah, she's thinking yeah. all kinds of radical left things. So that's the problem here. Uh, we know what's coming. Well, oh, 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 hey John, think about this. We've already seen where. Big tech will collude with important people in the government to keep uh, critical information from the American people, right? That's we right. saw with, with Zuckerberg and Fauci when they worked together to make sure we didn't understand what, where, the, where this virus started, that it likely started in the lab, and that even when their emails come public with a foil, they redact a bunch of it. So this, this is going to, as I said, make a bad situation in my judgment much worse. Yeah, no,
0: I think that that's uh, probably exactly right. It, I think you're right. And you know, one of the man, uh, one of the um, sponsors, David Sicilian, uh, has been an advocate yeah. of more censorship recently. Actually, he's not talking about less. Yeah. He's actually advocating for more restraint <laughs> of speech. So, yeah. I guess that it's. Yeah, they, they- it's out there. They
1: want to get any good story, any breaking news John John Solomon has. They want all oh, that. They're going to call it misinformation when, in fact, they called your stories misinformation when you were right about the dossier, when you mm-hmm. were right about the Trump. So th- they want more of that. And with government working directly with big tech, they will get more of that. That's why we have to stop these bills and do, do this uh, change the right way.
0: So for your colleagues, I think what you're saying is this is a wolf dressed up in sheep's clothing, huh?
1: Yep, sure yeah. is. Sure yeah. is. Do you think sure your enough, fellow
0: conservatives is. in the House uh, are digging in and, and learning? Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it seems yeah. important.
1: We're, they're getting it. it. It helps when you get on, uh, you know, when, when we talk on shows like yours here. But, um, yeah, we've been, we've been uh, spreading the word, and I think members are, are figuring out. Now, there's one bill that's like a venue bill on, on like, where cases go. Right. I, I, don't, I don't really see a problem with that. But the, the, the way this sets up these – oh, they set up secret technical committees that aren't subject to the, the, the advisory uh, committee law so that they can operate in secret for each business that will be covered. So there's a, there's a separate technical secret committee for each entity that is covered under this legislation. Wow. And um, again, you know, just just dangerous stuff.
0: Yep. Uh, transparency is eroding every day. It's really remarkable what we see. And uh, thank God we have you as a voice uh, looking out and, and calling this out uh, in real time. I want to go back to one of our favorite subjects because John Durham has been investigating and investigating and investigating and investigating. And it's now been two years. He's coming up on the Mueller timeframe, same amount of time as Mueller. Do you think there will be any more accountability than what we've seen?
1: I'm at the point, John, where my guess is you're in the same place. Who the heck knows? I mean, uh, if you were betting, you'd probably bet against it because it's, you you know, you and I know this report was, was supposed to be out uh, last last September, over a year ago. Yeah. So it's, it's like, I don't know. And, but it is frustrating for Americans who, you know, I know they've walked up to you before. just like um, people have walked up to me and said, you know, when is someone going to be held accountable? And it's, and it's, it's frustrating, but I, I have no idea. Yeah. I just
0: really don't. Yeah. I think I'm in the same place. I still see some activity, you know, I hear witnesses. who yeah. want to see them, but at some point you got to say either make a decision or get out of the way, I guess that'll be the, yeah, the that- thing. You have been, and I watch you on TV on C-SPAN sometimes, and you have been one of the most ardent, outspoken uh, members of Congress about the danger of this wokeism that's sweeping everything from the military under uh, the yep. defense secretary to, you know, all, uh, school boards with with uh, 1619 Project and CRT. Uh, are we at a tipping point? And, you know, uh, I had Elise Stefanik on the show the other day, and she said something interesting, which is she actually thinks the Democrats are – doing the Republicans a favor because they're driving moderates and independents into the Republicans' arms with this agenda. Do you think this backfires at some point?
1: Oh, yeah. I I think Americans actually respect the First Amendment. You're right. Every right we enjoy under the First Amendment has been assaulted. Your right to practice your faith. Your right to assemble, petition the government, freedom of the press, freedom of speech, every single one. I I tell folks there are still churches today where the the full congregation can't meet on a Sunday morning in some states. It's amazing. Um, Yeah, four weeks ago, John, I spoke to— the New Mexico Republican Party in Amarillo, Texas, because they had to go to Texas. They had to flee to Texas to get freedom. because they couldn't assemble. So and you can go down each one. So, yeah, this is serious. I think it's going to backfire. And frankly, what else is going to backfire on them is the fact that this has to be the worst start to any administration in our lifetime. Yeah. I mean, what have they done? I mean, taxes are going to increase, but that's on top of a border that was secure that's now chaos, energy independence that's now gas lines peace in the Middle East that's now war in the Middle East, all this woke craziness, the the assault on on your liberties, and on and on, the fact that employers can't find employees, so you can just get on the list. So, yeah, I think there's going to be, I think the American people are going to say, we didn't bargain for all this baloney. We're going to put Republicans back in charge of the House in 18 months.
0: Yeah, all the polling data is starting to lean in that direction. And I think the more the Biden agenda comes out there, just people who had a different thought of who Joe Biden was, are waking up to the reality that he is yep. firmly in the far left camp of, of the party. Now um, we had a story this morning, uh, Now you probably didn't have a chance to see it yet. Cause it's early, but a uh, brand new document we got under the freedom of information act out of Georgia shows that secretary of state, Brad Rafsenberger's office, had an observer in Atlanta, in, the, in Fulton County, the largest counting center in the mm-hmm. state, and he chronicled 29 pages of irregularities, mismanagement, uh, missing ballots, or people moving ballots and things out, uh, yeah, people yeah. double counting, voters' IDs being left out. And he actually said, I'm worried about people being reprised a bit because you can see who voted and where they live. Just extraordinary, egregious violations of good yeah. election practices. Do you think that now that we're six or seven months past and it's no longer just about Trump, uh, that it's really about what sort of elections we're going to have, that are you encouraged yeah. that a lot of these state legislatures are moving to take action?
1: Yeah, and, and remember, Democrats told us. We called for a, uh, a hearings and an investigation in Congress the week after the election last fall. So, but, but Democrats never want to investigate. And it doesn't surprise me that there we're finding there were more problems than what was you know initially reported because that happens with every single story. Yep. Remember, they told us that the IRS ten years ago. IRS is not targeting conservatives. Turned out they were. They told us that oh, President Trump colluded with Russia. Turned out he didn't. They told us the dossier was 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 true. Turned out it was. I mean, a lot of that's because of your great reporting. They they, they told awesome. they told us that there's no way this virus started in a lab well, shazam, it sure looks like it did. And 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 then they told us last fall and they told us for several months there's there was no problems with this election. And and, and you're sort of like instinctively, you know, like, well, wait a minute. Biden would get five people out of it. President Trump would get 50,000. Yep. President Trump won, got increased his vote with Hispanic Americans, African Americans, 12 million more votes, won 19 to 20 bellwether counties, won Ohio by eight, Iowa by eight, Florida by, by three, but somehow lost to the guy that barely left his house. So maybe that'll happen. Maybe that's how it played out. But it, it sort of, cries out for an investigation yeah. and now as we're investigating we're finding some 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 interesting things
0: I got to tell you this funny story because it'll make you a snicker. I was in a, a line at a store about two weeks ago. Someone recognized me from TV and came up and to me said, Geez, can you believe this world where we have a shortage of gas right now? We got a shortage of lumber. And I think we got a shortage of conspiracy theories because all the conservative conspiracy theories became true. And I just started to <laughs> snicker. I thought that was the funniest time line. But you're just an average guy in a store. But it, it tells you something yeah. that people have figured sure out that the just- boy that cried wolf has cried too many yeah, times now. Yeah,
1: exactly right.
0: Exactly right. Well, hey,
1: John, thanks so much, man. I thank you, sir. the
0: work you do. You bet. take yeah, care, buddy. Okay, Bye. have a great weekend. God bless. All right, folks, that wraps it up. Uh, what a great interview with one of my favorite members of Congress. Always get great news and information out of them. We're going to go to a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to wrap things up for the day. They're going to send you a complete title scan of your home's title and your first 30 days of Triple Lock Home Title Protection. That's legendary protection, by the way. It's free. HomeTitleLock.com. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS one more time. Go to HomeTitleLock.com today and protect your most important asset, the equity in your home. All right, folks. What a day. Great to have Congressman Jim Jordan on. Great to talk about the Georgia election stuff. We think that's pretty important stuff. We hope you enjoyed that. Um, hey, it is spring into summertime. We're getting uh, to that point where grilling should be a weekly thing, maybe a daily thing. For sometimes, for me, it's a daily thing. I go out. I grill vegetables. I grill steaks. And when I do, you know where I go? I go to my friends at KansasCitySteaks.com. They are the best. Uh, they have the best meats, the best appetizers, the best sides, the best desserts. If you want a, a rib roast or lamb or sliced ham, you know, I did it for Easter. It's great uh, savory prime rib roast, anything you want. They've got it and they've got it so easy. You don't have to fight in the store, but go through the packs of meat. You know, there's been a lot of meat shortages at my local store. I'm frustrated. That's why I don't even bother anymore. You know what I do? I just go to KansasCitySteak.com. I pick out what I want and I put in the code just news, all one word in the checkout box. That's the code use just news. Cause you're a just news fan. And you know what you get? 10% off the Otter plus Free shipping. I just sent my dad some steaks for uh, Father's Day. Oh, I think I might have told him about his gift early. That's okay. You should do the same for your dad. I brought some into the house. I've got some coming to my brother's because I'm going to visit my brother in a little bit. And uh, we are going to grill out day in, day out from my good friends because, you know, I don't mind going to the restaurant. Love to do it. But you know what? You can make a steakhouse in your backyard, on your deck, on your porch, on your patio. All you got to do is have those incredible steaks delivered to your door hamburgers, rib roast, whatever you want. It's there. Uh, I love prime rib, by the way. That's one of my favorites that they have there. We grill it. We sit around. We enjoy. We um, enjoy the the sun going down on the long summer nights, and we are thankful that it was made possible. Didn't have to get dressed up. Didn't have to fight the traffic. Didn't have to fight the grocery lines. It showed up at my door in a freeze-dried package, and I stuck it in my freezer, popped it out on the weekend, and it was great because my friends at Kansas City Steak do it right. And so if you want that discount, if you want to be in on the Just the News Club, go to KansasCitySteaks.com, put in Just News in the box at the checkout. You're going to get 10% off and free shipping. Saves you a boatload of money. I'm getting hungry just talking about it. You know what I'm going to do on Sunday? I got one last steak left in my freezer from the last run. I'm throwing it on. Watch out. It's going to be great. All right, folks, that wraps it up for the week. Keep an eye. I think we'll have some more Georgia election stuff over the weekend and into early next week. So keep an eye on justthenews.com. Check us out often. We're always grateful. Tell your friends. Let them know we're asking for them. And of course, support all of our great advertisers and sponsors who make this show possible, including my good friends at kansascitysteaks.com. Remember, just news in the code box at kansascitysteaks.com. 10% off, free shipping, (laughs) delicious steaks, I think I could go buy some right now. All right. Have a great weekend, everyone. God bless. At Just the News, we break the stories others in the media ignore or are too afraid to tell. We did it on Russia collusion. Hunter Biden and the security and intelligence failures that preceded January 6th. Our stories have real impact and reach because we stick to the facts. I'm John Solomon. You can help me expand our honest, unvarnished, and unbiased reporting by becoming a premium member at Just the News. You'll get an ad-free experience and exclusive member-only access to events. And you'll be helping us dig up more truth. Join today at justthenews.com slash subscribe.